welcome to Laughing Monkey Music Show to everyone, Reggie Wu from Heaven's Edge. You guys got a new album out. This is exciting, man. So exciting. We are thrilled. I mean, it's, you got the album. I think you guys have probably beat Guns N' Roses for the longest album between albums <laughs> together. <laughs> I'm just That's kidding. You sure. guys weren't actually working on the album. It was just a joke. No, I know. We, uh, I mean, we pretty much thought it was, you know, that was it. We were done, you know, and Frontiers approached us, you know, two or three years ago, right when the pandemic hit. And they said, uh, would you be interested in doing a record? And I was just like, talk to the guys. And we're like, why not? What do we got to lose? You know? Yep. And uh, I guess my main concern is, you know, there's, there's just, there's the internet people, you know, that just trash. There's always the people just trashing stuff. I'm just like, you know, can I uh, endure all that? But so far, it's been wonderful. You know, it's really only 20 people that do it on the entire internet. It's just okay. 20 people that are really unhappy. You have different screen names and they have different um, emails because you can change them. I don't really think there's a lot of people. Uh, the majority of people are quiet. The 99.9%, you know, yeah. are the quiet ones. Um, yeah, you can't read your press. It's not good. This no. album is, is and here's the thing with my shows. I really, I like to work, and I, I talk to people, fans, music I like, artists I like, you know, um, I want to promote stuff I like. So you're going to hear a lot of good stuff from me because, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not the negative guy. I just don't want, why, why put the energy there? So, uh, thank you. And, and following that, I've loved your albums before, and I got the, the, the release uh, hit me. And, and the last time we had spoken, you, you were working, I think you were working on your deal with Frontiers. It was, a, you guys are still, Yes. you hadn't mentioned it yet. You said you were kind of trying to flesh out some kind of deal right, or something. Right, right. And um, so I knew there's something something happening. So, but I was very surprised and happy when in my box, when my email box, I had the link to the new album, the whole thing. Now that's awesome. Is that how it works? For some of us, it does. That's and, awesome. Um, yeah. Um, it's, it's uh, uh, get it right. May, I got my note here. May 12th. Talking, yes, the industry term for to drop to stream for everybody, not too far away. No, no, but no, not too far. Coming, coming right up. What well, could have been as a single, right? Could have been was, uh, uh, first video. The first, okay. uh, well, we released had enough. That was just a lyric video, just to you know yep. reintroduce ourselves. Like, hey, we're back, and then we released um, what could have been as our first video in 33 years, our first real video. You know, we've had a couple live videos out there through yeah. the years. And um, and uh, we tried to get uh, a video for when the lights when the lights uh, go down. That came mm -hmm. out Wednesday, and uh, we just haven't been able to put it together. So we're gonna shoot one hopefully next month for that. And uh, you have so many good songs on this album. You really do. I mean, it's it's a very poppy album too. It's I think it's got like crossover appeal actually. Considering oh, that, you know, that's awesome. I mean, what yeah. Mark, Mark has always written like very catchy stuff, and that's what you know, makes it poppy, you know, it's just, he, he's just the king of writing catchy stuff. And that's why I love writing with the guy. Right. I, I think before it was like rock, I used to call it melody back in the day. It was like rock slash pop. But I actually think at some point it's more pop on some of these songs with rocking guitars and the heavy background, but the songs could be regular pop radio, a couple of these songs right off the bat. I mean, and that's not a, an insult. It's a good, you know, is it uh nothing but goodbye? Uh, and what could have been or like that features uh, that features Steve and uh I mean he just played his ass off you know with the slide you know we figured we're yeah. trying to do a little bit of everything with this, you know and that that one Steve you know on our first record we had is that all you want and he that with his big slide saw so we figured mm -hmm. we'd carry over to this one with that uh um with that same thing you know it's tasteful because it comes in and out in the beginning it doesn't overdo the song 
but there's some songs that come out there they just sound like they're total like i could just hear like the soundtrack for some of these things like some california you know what i'm saying like like is it, is it like what could have been also like those are huge pop songs so oh that's awesome thank you it, it, i was excited to see it and hear it. so i could listen when i got it and i got it in my, my my email box i, I like listened to it all day long it's like this is awesome i gotta, I gotta oh. talk to reggie before, maybe maybe before the uh the rest of the people actually get get their hands on and see how great this is and realize it is um because it is it, it's it's good what was the process for you guys did you have to do it remotely and then get together or because it started well, me and mark right? have never stopped yeah we we yes it was written during COVID. me and mark have never stopped writing so thank god we had a little bit of stuff to pull from we did have to write a lot of new stuff went through a lot of old stuff even from back then um none of it made the cut uh but there's you know there's the what could have been that had been written in the last 10 years and um maybe uh what could have been could be like 12 years but you know we had some stuff to pull from uh we brought jacob bunning in jacob bunning is just um a wonderful talent like the guy the guy's amazing and uh just to reshape our focus um we you know we're out of the loop we need we need help help us you know and uh he came in and just refocused you know hey this could use a little bit of this this added some stuff took away some stuff the guys a he's a genius you know i'm like yeah he's a secret weapon i don't think enough people know about him i think uh, uh you know just wonderful wonderful i just I can't wait to work with him on the next record um to write some songs together with him and uh he's, he was just wonderful so but what had happened is in the old days we would record these songs and we literally down to the drum fills like i would program on my little doctor rhythm hand them to the band everybody would learn their parts and uh and that's how the songs were this we really only had skeletons of songs just we didn't even have the songs put together uh first chorus and ah this song needs a solo section we gotta still come up with it you know so it was this we would go in with the band at the rehearsals and everybody would just add what they thought so this album is truly a band record. Like everybody added their stuff. Dave's just like, I'm not gonna play your cheesy little drum things that you always do. I'm gonna do my own thing. And uh, I was like, absolutely. Jaron, um, you know, he was out on the road um, uh, with the Life Project and Lynch Mom, you know, he's in so many projects. He actually was sending his files back, you know, from the, on the road. And um, me and Steve did say, hey, let's make it more of a dual guitar thing. How about I'm, us you know right and you're on the left kind of like the Aerosmith thing like the first yeah. records I think it's just like layered we're all playing exactly the same thing you know and just um it's just a wall of guitars coming at you all playing yeah. the same thing this this one here is more like you can hear what I'm doing over here you can hear what Steve's doing over there and uh so it, it's been a, a much more fun Steve like I said you know took some solos this time you know first time around it was you know more made and this time I just feel like it's just better this way you know it feels fuller. I mean, the album feels like it feels huge. Even when it's even when it's turned down, it feels like it's loud. Like it just uh, feels, you know. And that's a production thing. That's a that, that goes to the, you know to Jacob because it just it sounds right. So well, big. Jacob was the production. I mean, producing, but from the sound wise, Dave Pierron, he's our secret weapon. He uh, from Wombat Studios. The guy just like just the tones he was getting with the, with the guitars and the amps mm -hmm. and just with the, with just putting the everything together the tones were like massive it would just be like this massive wall of sound so dave is like our uh, secret weapon and then um you know he just had everything put together it was just it was a, such a fun process
Well, and, and, and kudos to him because, I mean, if you listen to the album, now, I don't know how to say this. So, like, we, like people get upset, like, it's a classic album, you can never touch it, and a lot of times you shouldn't redo an album. So, so if someone says, hey, how do you like the new album? They haven't said, just, well, if you like the first album, well, yeah. And I, you can say, uh, well, on some level, that's a classic, and it has a spot in your heart. But I'd almost say this album's even kind of better on, on some levels because it's produced better, the songs just sound better, it just feels like it's an overall more cohesive thing. And, and I, oh, I like Sean, that's album. awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like it's, it's, hard, yeah. it's hard to say in a way where it's like, it's not a thing because you can't do them side by side. It's not fair because whatever. It's not even the songwriting. It's just something about it. Like, I really feel like the evolution, it's really kind of unbelievable, actually, that you guys like haven't done anything in so long and came out saying, like, we, you know, no one sounds like, oh, a little rusty or the songs are kind of, you know, cookie cutter. Literally feels like you guys have just been doing this for like 20 years. Since then, and just working on, on you know on, on, on these songs, like you know, I'm writing songs and practicing because it feels like the levels there. And, it's, and also, I'll be honest with you, you really couldn't dial it in. It's COVID, and I've talked to a lot of bands. And uh, I can't believe I can't believe how many good albums have come out this year from 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 bands from the '80s and '90s because of COVID. They all had time to go back and make their best albums yeah. since like their first one or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That you know, you you might be onto something. You know. You, you don't have an excuse. Do Everyone's at home. Their spouses are like, dude, you just need to go somewhere else and work on your album or something. <laughs> I'm yes, used to see you, you, like, you for like a weekend, but that's it. And there's been some I didn't even think of that, but you're probably yeah. right on. So, and so that's pretty cool. And so, yeah, the competitions, I mean, it's a good year for a rock band, I'll tell you that, because all these great albums are coming out, you know. And, and it doesn't hurt that, that I think that all you guys, because you guys do the cruises, you guys do that play out. Yeah, we do the monster, know, monster the festivals, rock cruises. And it's become a lot more of a community, I think. I've missed some of these. I haven't gone to some of these. But I, the, the rock community, I feel like it's kind of gotten tighter. Bands have gotten tighter, kind of like a, like a high school type of thing where everyone's like, you know each other. It's not right. competition. Everyone's got their lives. It's like, hey, go have fun, brother. Like here, you know, it's really been a lot. Better. It's not perfect. I and mean, I know everyone doesn't always get along. But for the most part, it's not the same anymore. And it's everyone's cheering for each other. So, so the fact these albums are coming out now, it's just great. Um, do you have a list of songs you're going to do? Do you, have, do you guys have some ideas you have to share for some singles? We are, are you going like how are you going to try getting them out there with you know tour a little bit, some singles, um, festivals. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're gonna, like I said, uh, we're going to shoot a video for when the lights go down. That that'll be the next thing. I'd love to shoot a video for um, "Gone, Gone, Gone." That's like one of my favorite ones off the record. Yep. Um, but I mean, we'll see what what it's in the budget. You know, we got a couple shows planned, and uh, you know, like I said, we will just get out there and, and see. In the old days, we would be playing every weekend, so you could kind of see what people liked. You know, yeah. You and then you kind of build your set all and your album off of that. Here, it was just like you just strictly have to do it off of what we liked. You know, so hopefully we chose some of the right songs. You know, had enough. We want to come out heavy. We didn't want, and that's heavy for us. I know it's not yeah. really that heavy, but it's heavy for us. But uh. We just want to show everybody, hey, we still rock, you know? A little bummed that the two singles after that were a little more mellow. Uh, because the rest of the album rocks. You know, there's like some does. Uh, rock uh, yeah. stuff on there. You know, but uh, from a commercial standpoint, the two that we released, um, they are our most commercial ones out there on the on this record. You think so? So you, so you think uh, Had Enough and What Could Have Been are the most commercial? Um, no, uh, What Could Have Been and When the Lights Go Down. Okay. I feel like those are much more uh, commercial than, you know, than, well, I can't even think of, uh, I'm not I think Gone, one. Gone, Gone, I think you are right. But I also think Nothing Left But Goodbye is really, really could hit a spot, actually. Yeah, we love that. 
I love beautiful disguise. I love. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, the, the, I'm just talking the, commercial, commercial for everybody. Like, was really going to grab people. You know, actually, right. lives is really interesting too. Lives could be interesting. It could be a hit or miss with uh, a single. Could be really big or really not. Big. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Because you're gonna get it, you're not gonna get it. I get it, but I mean, like it's, but it's so good. It's it's, it's probably the most different too. I think for for you guys, at least for me, it feels. Oh, you know? um, I think that's a good thing. Like, I also feel like the album it has a lot of sides to it. It's not like one sound. Like we, mm -hmm. you know, it goes from a ballad to something like "I'm Not the One," which is super heavy. You know, to yeah. something uh "Dirty Little Secrets," which is more poppy. You know, and then more. Um, Beautiful disguise is more docony, just for lack of a better word, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, so I feel like there's a little bit there for everybody. Hopefully, hopefully people will like it. Now, are you guys all going to be able to play together? Because I know, like you said, the bass players elsewhere, everyone's doing different things. Are you going to be able to do shows together yeah. still? Yeah, yeah. I mean, our shows are planned. I mean, we hope we we want it to be the five of us, and uh, that's the plan, you know. And uh, Jaron, you know, Jaron's probably the busiest of all of us. And well, we're all busy, you know, but Jaron's, you know, he's actually on the road. The guy's the hardest. Like we had a couple of rehearsals. The kid drove in one rehearsal. He drove from Oklahoma to New Jersey. I'm like, that's insanity. You drove from Oklahoma? <laughs> Did he know there's such a thing as a plane? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, you know, he drove. I don't know what the wow. reason was for it. And I'm just like, another rehearsal. He came from like South Carolina. I'm like, that's insane. You know, like, holy Jeez. cow. I know. So uh, the dedication's there, which is just wonderful, you know. And we'll just plan some shows. Like, one, you know, me personally, I can only speak for me. Like, I'm working. You know, I have a kid in college. I got. I'm working twelve hour days. You know. Yeah. I'm doing up. So this, the Heaven's Edge, is more of the side piece. You know, rather than when we were growing up, it was all about it. There was nothing else right. in the world. You know. So right now, let's just have some fun and just go do our thing. That's what I want to do. Well, yeah, I mean, but I also think that with the economy and, and it was really good. I think I think it's good for you, actually, because a lot of bands are doing more of the weekend things and it's become more profitable and, and traveling, flying in for these flying gigs. has been a better deal because yeah. You know, yeah. it, it, it's easier for you and it's less travel and you probably make more money than playing three clubs trying to get gas money back in right, the day right. between between big gigs. But now you can go. This is my budget. The room's already taken care of. Everything's taken care of. I play my 45 minute, my hour long set. I have fun. I see my yeah. other friends that play bands. Yeah. I jam out. I have fun with the fans. It's it's a fun thing. I get and I get paid. Yeah. For, for us, it's like like we get to go. You know, the monsters of rock. We get to go pretend we're rock stars for four days. You know, it's just fun. You know, like you know, and then then it's back to reality when you get home. Back to the grind. You know. But, it, you know, at least we get to look forward to those little things, which is just awesome. Do your kids listen to uh, rock? Um, my daughter, you know, at, at the beginning, she was uh, mortified. I showed her the MTV video. and She's like, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why are you moving like that? <laughs> but uh, uh, now she loves me. She's my biggest supporter. And uh, the boys couldn't care less, you know. Uh, we brought them to London. I said to my youngest after we got done playing, uh, what'd you think? You know, what'd you think of daddy? Uh, I don't know, but I just beat my Minecraft record. You know, he played the video game the whole time. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Great comment. It's funny. It keeps, it keeps you uh, grounded though, right? Yeah. Like, no, you know, right? You're like, yeah, I did awesome. Yeah. You people are, and you're like, oh yeah, right. Just Minecraft. Yeah. 
my, my middle son Brandon loves jazz so we're the furthest thing from jazz you know so it's good it's like um you know what what hour it doesn't matter to me but that's pretty funny though I, I mean there's a lot of bands I've done it I think your kids on tour and they're like what do you think and they're, they're, I had no they had like the biggest like number one song and the kids are like they're happy because they got laminates and they can go anywhere backstage with their skateboards or something like they don't get like you know dad's got number one album <laughs> yeah yeah so it is what it is it's all good you know that's awesome so you, you so actually you're still philly based right so that's where all your gigs are gonna be still philly based yes are you gonna be uh, long drummer, in philly yeah well uh, we just did the brooklyn bowl that's where we shot the video uh that was in january and we're looking maybe um this fall or early next year you know to do one local one local show a year i think we are with um um rough house um they were another columbia band rough house slash yep. t and, um we're doing a show with them sometime in august uh up by their way i guess that's up by the allentown area you know up in pennsylvania yeah i think it's the place called frenchtown so I'm, I, that, that could be in jersey but it's up north somewhere and um other than that you know and then we have um um germany and that's that's all we have booked right now i was hoping for us a little bit higher up the coast up like new england area Yes, <laughs> actually, uh, you know, um, we just got an offer from um, John uh, Kivel, who's our good friend, um, to maybe go do his New England Fest. So we might be doing that. You know, I shot out an email to the, uh, to the, a text to the guys and yeah. uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see. That's in October. And uh, yeah. and, um, you know, he's a good guy. And, um, you know, maybe we can do that. We'll see. So the hardest thing is gearing around everybody's schedule. Like I said, you know, Jaron his lynch mob's got to take precedent over everything because that's like his, his he's mother. with george lynch my god you know what i mean like george lynch heaven's edge got to do george lynch you know and uh you know and dave um our drummer he is just um dave is just you know starting his own label he got he was with roadrunner for 25 years went over to samarian for a couple months got the offer of a lifetime from um the old owner of roadrunner to back yeah. him to start his own label I mean, that's just phenomenal. So now he's his own label, Blue Grape. They just signed their first band, Code Orange. And, uh, you know, they're hitting oh, the road running. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that the band everyone's been talking about, huh? Like, it's yeah. been a hot band everyone's been talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. So they he got them. I mean, that's a big fish he caught there, you know? It and, is. Uh, and uh, so happy for him. And uh, Steve's doing his thing. Mark's got his thing going. You know, we got a lot, a lot of things are going, you know? And, uh, but we'll figure it out. We'll get in there somehow. Cause you teach all the time, right? You're a full-time, you're a full-time teacher. Yeah. That's, that's all I do. Seven days, seven days a week. I teach, you know, really? Yeah. Uh, I know. I'm so grateful that I get to do it and I get to sit here, um, in my house with my family and my puppies. There's one of them right there, you know, and, uh, I get to, uh, I get to, um, you know, be home so and it's and i can have a guitar in my hand all day i'm not jamming like it's on stage but at least i have a guitar in my hand now can people actually get lessons from you yeah how yeah, do we do I that let's talk about that a little bit so people just, can reach uh, out just that... um you just uh, look i'm on facebook just look me up and uh send me a message and you know we'll put together the schedule and uh it's uh you know with now that i've learned about virtual, you know, because I didn't know anything about virtual pre COVID. Um, yeah. you know, I teach, I teach all over. I had a student in Columbia. I had my buddy Trevor in, um, Calgary up in Canada, you know, and, uh, and 
you know, it's just, it's just opened up the world as far as teaching, you know, I got my buddy Ron, who's out in Pennsylvania somewhere. And, um, you know, so it's not, we're not limited to, you have to be here. Well, it's special because you can get the guitar players and guitar teachers you want. So you're not just the guy down the street, which may not be a good or bad thing, but you can put the time into the guitar player and the guitar style you want. Because we right. all learn different uh, Yeah. And everybody's doing it. Like, uh, I, I took, you know, a lesson. I hopefully will do a couple more from Joel Holkstra, you know? He's That's awesome. Nice. You know? And uh, it's funny. He's like, let's see what you got. And then, like, I like played a C chord. I could barely move my fingers. I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> now. And, that's just crazy. I'm sorry. You know, and, he, and he's like, I got you. He starts writing out all those really elementary stuff. And I'm like, oh boy, he thinks I suck, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I picked it up fast and he, um, you know, got some harder stuff in there. It was awesome. Is it now, like, it's kind of weird though, because, like, and I don't think anyone like guitars has done it, like, when, when a musician, because it's just, I mean, with this topic, but like, even like, like Neil Pert would go on and learn from other people too. Like, other musicians learning from the musicians. Oh, you Never stop. Never stop learning. I mean, I drive my family nuts. I'm down there on the piano. I hated piano growing up, by the way. You know, I wanted to play the guitar. Um, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 16 and did not get a piano until I was 34. So those 18 years are when I really went crazy with the guitar. But now, ever since I got a piano at age 34, I haven't missed a day. I'm down there just trying to decipher Chopin. This is my new, like, my new jam or whatever. Like, I'm just like fascinated. I'm like, God, these guys wrote these songs probably by like candlelight, you know, it's like amazing, you know, uh, that, that, that this came out of somebody's head, you know, and I'm fascinated. So I'm big time back into the classical piano. I love classical. My, it's mom, actually... my, my mom would be thrilled about. You know, they actually have an app now on um, another site up on, 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 uh, on Apple. It's just, it's just, it's like, it's like, an, it's like, an, you know, like iTunes or whatever, but it's just classical music. And it oh, really? You, and it goes through, it has all kinds of breakdowns with new music, who's coming out, different breakdowns, introduction to it, if you don't know much about it. I've been starting to relearn about oh. it because I don't know a lot about it because I enjoy it, but I don't know enough okay. about it. So it's really cool. Right, I mean, right. You know, classical is awesome. There's so much to it. It's, so, it's, and it is, it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing. I'm doing La Campanella from List right now. I think I'm on page five and it's 18 pages. I'm like, I hope I finish this before I die. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm just like, God, it's so long, you know, I just take a little bit at a time, you know, try to, I can give half hour, 45 minutes a day. Like I, I start my day in the morning, I get down here, work out and go down and play the piano. And I, that's what I do, you know, and then I get my day started teaching by eight o'clock in the morning. Wow. Pretty dedicated. You probably teach all day. Until all day, eight. you know, and uh, I'm blessed. Like, like I said, I'm so grateful that I have students that will come and, uh, and, um, uh, it's become my life, you know, and that's, that's what, uh, it, that's where it ended up. But like, uh, that's what that song, what could have been is it's about like, it's not what could have been if we became rock stars and became rich and famous. It's like, had we become rock stars, we would not have our families. We would not have my career that, you know, everything worked out exactly the way it was supposed to be. And that's, you know, that's right. the way, um, and if you look back, everything's for a reason. We got you know, I would say the one good thing about that is on that topic is it's even probably better because if you look back at 95% of the guys that were doing music, they not only did they not get anything, they ended up with nothing. You know what I mean? Whereas you're still doing music, you're healthy, you have a family. I mean, you got, the, you got everything and you're still doing music. Yeah, I'm 
just thanking the Lord that I, I have this. You know? Now, an extra, extra cash would be good. I mean, who wouldn't want to be able to like, buy an island or something? How come people yeah. are buying islands, by the way? Like, you get this money. No one's bought an island except for, like, I don't know. Like, I, I think, I think uh, Nick, Nicholas Cage bought something like that. No, he bought a pyramid. Never mind. <laughs> pyramid. <laughs> I wouldn't buy a pyramid. It feels, who would eat that? Air, air conditioning, I think. No, yeah. No, like, what do you what do you do with the pyramid? Hey, you guys want to meet at the pyramid tonight and we'll have a beer? That's like a, that's like a club. Yeah. It, it it it's but the point is like I mean like even a lot of those successful musicians if you look back besides they're, they're insulated, they're not it's not the same kind of like healthy family lifestyle. You know what I mean? Besides they got right. they got a lot of cash, but there's a lot of things that they, they didn't get. So it's like right. You know what I mean? Feels like I um, my drum, my my. My drummer always said it perfect. He said, um, we have the best of both worlds. We got to have a little peek at behind the curtain, as he put it, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, see what, you know, and and as much as we all think that we failed and, you know, that we didn't become rich and famous, you know, that's not what it's all about. You know, we got to have a little success, but yet we got to raise our families, like you just said, and, um, and, and, do these shows these days, you know, of course, you know, we're not headlining, you know, the, the, the headlining spot, you know, but, you know, maybe we'll work our way back up the ladder a little bit. Yeah, you but know? you, you are going to be famous. Yeah, you're infamous. No, you're, um, well, like we were talking last year, I didn't know you had any albums coming out, but now it's from an album, how far back you made a mark to me. You know what I'm saying? So like you, you did something that made a lasting impression on people, which is more than anything. You know, and, and nowadays, what's, what's popular? What because you have the most likes on Instagram, you're popular. You're not going to play a club. You're not going to sell a club because you have a lot of likes. So right. it's all relative at this point. What is what is popular and what isn't? I think the fact that you can be honest with yourself and do an album like this, was, you know, a little I'll hit, drop a hint on this one. May twelfth, guys, get it right. If you guys got it That's right, right. Is, I'm psyched. <laughs> there are no stickers. I'm psyched. I can't wait. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. So anyway. Let's real quick. We go. So we just want to let you know, people come out, check out the album. There's like I said, there's no stinkers. Beginning to end, full album. It's awesome. You're the best, Sean. Thank you. You're the best, man. Thank you for coming on. We'll talk again after the album's been out for a while. Um, we'll talk again. Thanks, man. Sounds Give great. Day. You have Take you care. have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you. That's right. Bye.